your book is a mixture of uh, fact, the Roswell incident, yeah. and fiction, because there's a narrative uh, right. throughout. Yeah. The aliens that you describe in the book are not exactly endearing creatures, and yet, no. yet um, you want us to understand them, and the descriptions of the aliens you write about would make us fear them. Embryo abductions, for well, instance. Well, what I experienced was extremely frightening, and if this is real... And it begins, it spreads. Uh, we get 50 letters a day. Th that's the remarkable thing. When I, after I wrote Communion, uh, I didn't expect to, I, I mean, I hoped I would get a successful book out of it, of course. But I didn't expect what happened, which is that ever since it was written, we have been getting between 30 and 50 letters a day. And that's four and a half years ago. Mm. There uh, would be the suspicion, though, that um, Americans used to have the commies to kick around. That's my fear. Right. That now that the they don't have gone, commies they, to kick around anymore, so they have aliens. The government government's going to going to admit that this is happening and say they're terribly evil, and we better go ahead and build Star Wars. How is everybody doing? This looks really weird looking at myself on this because I've got my screen turned so far down. I, I'm just like I'm looking into a black void. It's like the opposite of Ollie's monitor. Um, I hope everyone's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to keep going on about the T-shirts, which are going to get taken off the store soon. But they are, so go and buy them. Um, I'm not going to go on about becoming a channel member. Because you should do, and you should do it right now. I'm definitely, definitely not going to tell you that you should go and subscribe to our Rockfin immediately, as in like right now. Like do it in your browser now. I'm not going to tell you to open a separate browser or pick your mobile phone up. Subscribe to Rockfin. It's free just to join up and follow people. We've got free content on there. I'm not going to tell you that we're going to have a special show that's going to be kind of like no holes barred, which you couldn't get away with on YouTube. I'm definitely not going to tell you that. So don't go and subscribe to it. But you should probably be doing it right now. David, it's over to you. Hey, did you tell everyone about the T-shirts that are getting taken down? No, I didn't. I didn't tell them about t-shirts. I didn't. You guys should go get a t-shirt. Did you tell them about uh, subscribing to become a, a premium member? No, 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 I didn't tell them about being a channel you member. You guys should definitely. Did you tell them about the Rockfin thing? The, the Rockfin thing. No, I didn't. I've just got rid of you. No, the uh, I didn't. What tell are you them about doing the here, man? Thing. What are you doing? I didn't here? tell them about Rockfin at all. It's amateur hour. It is amateur hour, but that's why people are here. That's why. No, no. Here. I mean, I mean, I think Gustav's here because you know his nipples are hard and his. Strap on, strapped in. 
I'm just convinced he has nothing better to do. Like that. Uh, why do you think I'm here? <laughs> it's fair. I'm just <laughs> filling hours in the day, man. <laughs> you know what? The photographs, the photographs on um uh on this uh StreamYard thing need to be tidied up something rotten because ever since doing the um the Billy Meyer thing, there's just hundreds of photographs like that. Nobody needs that. Nobody ever needs that again. <laughs> I love that. That should be on the t-shirts. Um, so have you been in the, the seven days since I've looked at your sweet baby face? Um, I went uh, ghost hunting in a 60,000 square foot abandoned hospital with four different buildings on site, and five floors of fun and excitement uh, with a hallway that is a city block long mm-hmm. with uh, seven other people. Very, very good friend. My wife was one of them. Uh, and other good friends of ours, family friends of ours. That was interesting. Mm. So some weird shit. That was last night. Um, been busy, man. You know, going out of town next week. And then um, you guys will be coming out shortly thereafter. And then we have a vacation after that. And I got a couple more vacations this summer. That's that's about it. Other than that, just chilling, man. Just taking it easy. Teaching my boy to mow the yard. <laughs> it's so good when they become useful. Like there was a hot minute there where I managed I to convince my son that hoovering was fun. It didn't last long, but for those few weeks, for those oh, for those few weeks, it was it was incredible. Yeah. Um, how was the haunted hospital? Um. Well, it's the third time I've been there. Uh, it's going to sh- not not the time like it will be featured on different TV shows and I think a couple Marvel things. Um, that hospital's already been featured on Ghost Adventures, I think, and hasn't it, taps. It has done a thing. Yes, and there's four or five other things like that are are pilots have been filmed there for other type shows and um, it's a it's an incredibly it's it's weird and it's active, um, yeah. And so it's we'll see if we can get it when you guys come out. I can't guarantee that, but I have other places that we can go that are very active. We'll see. And the problem with that that particular place is it's massive, yeah. And when it's just like I mean, there were eight of us, and it pff, it was too big, too big, straight, and it's built out like the basement. Let's sit in a let's sit in a pentagon for an hour. So the, the the interesting thing is the basement is not the active part of the building. Is it not? The, no. The active part of the building is one of the older wings that was at one time um, birthing unit, a geriatric unit, cardiac unit, um, and then like resident care, like until you die kind of unit. Um, and it's the old part. And it is unbelievably, we got things on thermal. Um, there was a, wheelchair moved all by itself um other other thing other, other interesting things happened it was it was and for a couple of the people there, like my buddy's son and one of his friends were there and uh they never done anything like that they were like what the hell oh my god <laughs> yeah so it was fun it was fun man it was a good time it was a good time yeah no break I'm out all the toys i'm hoping we can do something like that when we come over uh, we were Part of it was us testing some theories that we have, and I think the theories hold. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll talk about that on the rock fin. Ooh, mm. That way, when <laughs> someone rips off that, <laughs> we know they've at least you know 
paid for it. Yeah, I'm. I genuinely, yeah. without without shilling to just to to uh, to get people to go over to Rockfin, I am very excited about doing the Rockfin. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, the the there's too too many times at some point during a show, a, a live stream, does somebody have to like walk around saying certain words or say, "Well, we can't say that on YouTube." Um, so yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that, but I uh, I feel I feel sexual? that uh, feel sexual, nipples hard, a little bit. Um, I feel like I I have to apologize to you, Dave. If I'm perfectly honest. Oh no! Don't apologize. Just uh, you're gonna come out. We'll figure things out. <laughs> so the um... I'll take my pound of flesh and we'll move on. Right? We'll just get it out of the way. I would like you to apologize. Um... <laughs> but, um... I was uh, speaking to somebody the other day, and they suggested we watch Communion. And then, like as if by magic, like the next day, uh, Whitley Strieber was on the Higher Side chats. I listened to that podcast. Uh, he was he was there promoting his new book, and um, I thought, "Fuck, Whitley Strieber's got a brand new book out. I could watch Communion with like I was going to, and then I could listen to the book. Bob's your uncle. Sunday's show is complete." Uh, so that's what we did. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, that is what we did. I did not enjoy that book. I, I, I enjoyed. No, I enjoyed, no I enjoyed, really? No, I think I enjoyed the sexual material. The sexual material, no, but like the first the torn half, anus. Yeah, um, there's some quite weird things like the 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 letters no. he get. Um, no, but the letters he got from people, like either. You mean the letter he the, got from Bruce Lee? Yes, I thought even even that I thought well, uh, if you were, if you were saying you're right for people that don't realize realize this that um, the majority of that book is relaying accounts of of alien abductions that he was sent after he wrote communion that his uh, now deceased yeah. wife cataloged. Um, two strange things I found for anyone that does read or especially listens to that book is that he almost copies and pastes parts of the story and then relays it word for word afterwards to the point that if you're listening to that on audiobook, you go, have I fucking skipped back a chapter? Yep. Did you have that as well? Yep. It is one of the most terribly produced things I've ever listened to because of that. Because I, I had it on um, when I was at work. So obviously, uh, so China has all my health information. I have a smartwatch on when I'm at work, and um, the I, I kept thinking, like, am I knocking my watch to, uh, and that's skipping me back a chapter? And I wasn't. It's just, it's it's actually hard to explain. He'll start the beginning of the chapter telling the story, and then when he comes to summarize the story. He starts with the beginning of the story, word for word, how he started the story in the first place, but 20 minutes later. So 
like people who listen probably don't know this, but I am actually an author myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what he's done is he did the Audible himself. It saves a lot Tell of money. Tell him what your books are called, Dave, so they can go no, buy them on no, no, I, I don't because I got to be honest, my books probably with this crowd, it's not going to have crossover. And that's fine. I'm not I'm not here to promote it. It's, it's a fun little known fact there. But I'm genuinely a, a, with go and find my, Dave, Go and find Dave's books. Finding them is half the fun. <laughs> <laughs> they're not actually that well hidden they're they're i've, I've sold several <laughs> uh it's so what he's did he he did it to save money that's mm. so him doing it say it saves a tremendous amount um and it gets more royalties in his pocket and and he has traditional publishers he's not doing it himself um at least i, I believe so because he was he was talking about the publishers he was using um, which I find weird because if you're doing this level of self-production, just do it yourself and your royalties are, especially with him, he has mm. an established brand. He has reach. Um, he doesn't need them and he would make way more money unless the money he's getting on the advance is more than the royalties earn. Yeah. Which could be it. Like communion's big book. His other mm. books are not big books. Um, and communion, if you don't know it, and it's a movie with Christopher Walken where he gets sodomized by some aliens wearing party masks. Mm-hmm. That's the movie. Um, I watched that. Um, I watched that movie the other day. Um, did you enjoy it? It's a good movie. No, uh, it's. <laughs> it was an hour long. Movie. It was an hour too long. Uh, I enjoyed Christopher Walken in it. Christopher Walken's always always um, entertaining and. He is a weird dude, and I think that, that that's the thing. If you want to see Christopher Walken, who's weird at the best of times, doing his weirdest role, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's his weirdest performance. So if that, if yeah. that's what you're after, communion might be for you. Um, the, the the I don't know what the I should have I should have looked this up actually. Because I think there was a creative choice, wasn't there, to make the aliens like flesh coloured rather than grey? That was weird. I don't know, man. I haven't read the original Communion. I don't want to. So, yeah. fun fact: uh, Whitley at one time lived in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I attended a MUFON that he would occasionally show up at. Um, now he and I were never in the same room. Whatever. I got to ask the guys who held it because he was at one. Um, me and my friend showed up and they're like, man, you know, last time Whitley was here and we just kind of let him have the floor and talk. And I was like, oh, that's because I knew him from communion. Right. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. How was that? Apparently it wasn't great. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he made everyone a little uncomfortable, uh, with the level of sexual detail he would go into with random things, which after, if you've listened to the, if you listen to or read his, his latest book, you'll hundred percent get um instead of just saying like they they it's his it's his word choices his word mm. choices are specific and it's specific in the way that you know a potential groomer <laughs> would maybe prep his victim i think uh, even 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 on an um oh like a a slightly less graphic idea of like grooming it's his word choice is more of erotic fiction it's got it had that vibe to me you know like it, the 
I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can absolutely describe it that way. And uh, before we continue to do this, I, I want to just say that, like, I, I genuinely think something has happened to this guy. Like, his his experiences are probably valid. Like, I, I have no proof that they're not. Uh, I don't know that, right? I don't know him at all. We've never met. We've never talked. Um, he definitely has a lot of people behind him who have credibility. They're like, hey, this guy's legit. Mm-hmm. And in a court of law, that's that's enough. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So um, I, I will go with it, but I will, I will make connections that, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later, that they, they give me a level of uncomfort, right? Like he's not someone like I would have around my family. He's mm-hmm. not someone that I would want to hang out with. He's not someone that I would want to meet. Um, I wouldn't share a beer with a guy. I wouldn't share a meal with the guy. I might say, oh, wow, you know, hey, I, I read your book awesome i'd be polite and and move on um is the book worth a read if you're really into this subject i mean if you're watching our podcast you definitely are uh yeah go for it man go suffer like we did uh because there's interesting bits in it and in you know it can you chew the meat and spit out the bone you know i think the interesting part interesting parts for me is sexual material is sexual material um no but the interest the interesting parts for me were he he talked about stuff in that that um oh, it's some of it felt very similar to the um like the the, the stories of people like doing the trips uh, in the spirit molecule uh, you know, it had a lot of it. Had especially there was there was one of the stories he said where the guy, uh, where some guy like fat woke, came across a clown, mm-hmm. uh, so, like someone dressed as a clown, like in in thing, and the like the the jester is a big part of like lots of people's like DMT trips in the spirit, spirit molecule, um, and. Because that's kind of where I I land with the sort of abduction phenomena. I um I, I know people say that there that they have physical um like physical leftovers from mm-hmm. abductions, but a little bit of me could you would you not find that you know the the if you. Let's say something crazy happens to you, and you you've just you've decided that the way you process this thing in your mind, mm-hmm. um, you you've been abducted. That's mm-hmm. that's that's where where it's got to you. Like I have a perfect perfect circle on my wrist. I, I'm this this camera won't pick it up, but it's it's like a perfect circle with a dot inside it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it's there. It's like a little scar. You, um, it's your cattle brand. You've been tagged, obviously. Yeah. But the, I don't believe I've ever been abducted. Um, yeah. It's it, called denial. But, sure. Go with that. But if I had been abducted and then I was trying to come to that and then I looked at my arm and thought, oh, the mark. I would, I, I would absolutely have pictures of that dot in a plethora of UFO magazines now. As proof that I've been abducted, so that that's kind of where I am with the with, with physical marks. But I I do think something happens 
but I think it's a, like a metaphysical thing. I don't think it's a flesh and blood thing. I think it's something that happens within the mind. So maybe, right? I, I think that I think that definitely happens. I mm-hmm. think that most abductions are probably spiritual, metaphysical, whatever in nature, right? <clears throat> because this is a flesh shoot. This isn't who we are. That's my belief. Um, owners, but the aliens like more Travis Walton. I don't know. Travis gave me the impression he could crack a walnut. Um, I reckon it would be Whitley for the back end because he was quite slim in his day. I think he'd have. I think Travis was tighter. fit. He was a logger, man. Yeah, yeah. But Travis had that mustache. So I think you'd go front end with Travis. Nah, you put the mirror you, in front of you. You, you, you want to see want the, the t- expressions. Nah, you'd want the tickle. Uh, see how we differ on that. I don't know, you know, preference, preference, right? We, we, we let's let's not assume their preference. That's that's we can't we can't be guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a couple things that I think play host for physical evidence, right? And just a couple that we can do that anyone could look up and find easily. One would be Patient Seventeen, the Jeremy Corbell documentary. Have you seen that? Yes, very good. You know, they pull a thing out of a guy's name that contains an isotope that isn't found in the Milky Way. <laughs> and he takes it to an expert in not only isotopes, but that that particular one who can explain how it's made from a collapsing star, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that this shouldn't this shouldn't be. Not only that, it's, these things shouldn't be layered this way. Like, this isn't normal. You know, um, and go watch that documentary and, and see what you think. Uh, I'm not going to sway anyone. I, I found it interesting. Another one, even though I find him to be a very interesting and well, not interesting, I find him to be kind of creepy, is Stan Romanek. Mm-hmm. Right? Stan Romanek tore his ACL in his knee. They have MRIs, they have imaging of that. They have he tore it. He was going to get it fixed. He had his what he would say is an abduction experience. His ACL was fixed. And he had five marks on his leg. Like, interestingly enough, like you said, a circle with a dot in it. Mm-hmm. Um so is that because I didn't realize that I I well I've heard it and I've forgotten it, um because like a torn ACL especially for an unfit person is a fucking yeah. even if you're fit bro injury. it's a it, no yeah you not only that it's yeah. a big deal like mm. you without getting that done you will be a cripple yes you're going to be a cripple uh, you have to get that fixed um, I have several friends that have torn theirs and and back when I was athletic before I got extra comfortable in life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's, it's, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing. It's, it's a lot of work to get through, especially when he was a full grown adult man, you know, when I think he was in his you know, late thirties, early forties or something when it happened. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's even worse for recovery time. Uh, you're not a young athletic fit person who's like, okay, you're going to be, you know, six to 18 months before you're whoa, this is a big deal. Um, you know, I had a buddy, he he does triathlons now, but back in the day when we did stuff, he tore his and it, you know, he was a super fit dude. And I think it took him like nine months-ish to really kind of come back. And even then it was slow before he was doing things again. And uh, so that th- those are facts. Like that that happened. That was a stand thing. There's physical, that there was interaction with a person. And you're in patient 17, even though they didn't go into it, the dude who was doing a lot of the, Medical research, the whatever his name was, who it turned out to be patient six with the mustache. Yeah, he? the he's dead now. No, no, Lear. That was Lear. Um, 
No, no, I think that doctor's dead now as well. Yeah, 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 he is. Uh, no, the uh, dude who worked at the labs who was doing the scanning electron microscope right. work okay. and the, yeah, all that jab. You know, and they send all that stuff off to SEAL labs. You know, they mm -hmm. they test their reputation on the line. They're not giving you false information. They text, you know, radioactive isotopes for medical research. But in, in these yeah. UFO documentaries, there always does seem to be a laboratory that'll give you the results you want if you look hard enough. Yeah, but not that one. Like, that's a real, like, people are like, well, we got it from a lab. Which one? A university. Who ran it? Eh. Whereas, like, SEAL Labs, that's, you know, the government sends them, you know, what's my, you know, I need mm. I need an outside verification of the, you know, potency or, or the uh, refinement on plutonium or uranium or this mm. medical isotope that we've made. That That's who they would go to. Like, yeah. their reputation. And, and the interesting thing is Jeremy Corbell has that conversation with them. And they're like, hey, uh, what you have is what you have. We stand by our results, but it is what it is. We're not, we're not participating in this anymore. We tested it um, because they just tested it and sent it off, you know, kind of like pathologists just run through stuff. I have a couple of friends that are pathologists. So one's pediatric. So he, for him, it's very mechanical, right? He's, he's just kind of going through what he's doing his job because if he stops and think that, you know, this leukemia is going to an eight-year-old, this the X is going to a set, this is it'll weigh you down. And same thing with that. Like they're moving so much stuff, just focus on the test, get the results, move it on. Don't think about the results. It's not, it's not your end. Um, so, so the, the, again, those are just two interesting cases that are easy for people to research for physical um, things. As far as Whitley's concerned, I, I don't know. I have no reason not, not to believe him. Um, he runs with an interesting crowd. Um, uh, and the message of his book is, uh, well, I couldn't really tell you, because uh, he he loves to pontificate. Yeah, that got me as well because he yeah. um, he kept talking talk, talk about how open he was to different ideas of what this is, and how he hasn't sold. He's not sold, but then he'd say that. And then again, double down on the fact that the Space Brothers are here, here to help us. Double down on the fact that they're worried that we're going to destroy the planet. And double down that the government is the ones that, that will come and save us with this. They're going to give us the knowledge. Um, I, I find that so weird. Right? If you just, if just going back to the, if he believes what he says, and I, I tend to agree with you, you know, like the. I think something happened because mm -hmm. it's like I know someone like uh, uh, I think Mr. Squatch said it somewhere in the com comments up here. Um, I can't remember. Sorry, it's it's dis it's it's disappeared amongst all the other comment uh, comments. But um, I know I know someone said it because I picked up with someone saying uh, that he was just like a a mediocre horror writer before communion. And that's as very that very well might be, but um, the idea that you could wake up one morning and go, "What I could do to sell books is I could pretend I was abducted. I could rope another family into doing into this so they can like confirm it for me." That's right. There's there's other people involved in this who back. And then I and I'll write a hit book. Like the 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 boxes that have to be ticked for 
for that plan to work. Oh, like, and, and as an author, he's still a very mediocre writer. I mean, I'm a yeah. mediocre writer, writer, so I can definitely spot that. <laughs> <laughs> Just being a professional and mediocre writer, being one myself. Uh, yeah, it, he he's very high-handed and random. Like, you could tell that he clearly took a break for writing and then came back, and he has this high-handed ideology of... Um, he's and very he, preachy. Very no, he's super. At the same time, he's like, you know, I don't know what it is. It could be anything. I'm open to it. And then he'll shit on every other thing that's not his idea. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, that's that's normal human condition stuff. Like that's just what people do. Um, it's just pick a lane, though, isn't it? You know, it's, if if you want to write a book telling me what you think this is, then just write a book telling me what you think it is. Don't write a book and not because it's 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 almost like he doesn't quite have the courage of his own convictions. No, he doesn't. So. He doesn't. Yeah, I, f- I find that quite weird with them. Um, the the the, like, the the level of brutality as well that um, you mean romance? Yeah, that go that go into that, and he still talks about these this thing as like as f- like fondly as a a yeah. fond experience. That's really quite strange because at one point in the book he says. Um, the I can't, I can't remember whether it was him or it was another abductee. Um, they said the alien said to him, "Don't worry, we won't hurt you." Then started doing butt stuff with him. Yep. And um, and then it it the, the next line was the um the the alien act was surprised at the fact he was hurt, almost like it didn't understand pain. And you go, well, if it under- didn't understand pain, why did it say, I won't hurt you in the first place? Another thing is, like, he'll also talk about the compassion and love and empathy. Like, he, and he says it in it, man. It's just crazy. Like, and, yeah, honestly, read the book, don't audible the book yeah. because he's and the he one didn't... doing the audible and it will just, yeah, it makes it worse. I think you're um, right. Yeah, you usually, I prefer it when authors read their own books, but yeah, too, this is not, not this one. Not a good book. <laughs> No, no um, this is that's not this is not the one. Um, but yeah, but like talking about these things that like in such warm manner as well. And like, let's be perfectly honest, they didn't even give him a courtesy lick. Nope. No, that was that was dry. No, they they raw dogged him, man, to the point that it never <laughs> healed right. And he talks about it multiple times. You're gonna hear about it. You're gonna know about it. You will be able to smell it, taste it, and see it. <laughs> by the end of it. You think I'm kidding? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, the, he describes uh, it to a point that you should have stopped a long time ago. <laughs> like, right. And he loves to say sexual material. Not genetic material, not fluid, not they took my genetic material. That is the scientific way to say it. They took my genetic material. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say that. Ever. Um, I, I know somebody. <laughs> That let's say that has been in an industry where people have had to come in in various states. Um, this person has come across somebody that had accidentally inserted an apple into themselves. That I mean, um, I'm honestly, I'm just impressed. Was in the middle of dog. Had two people that were in the middle of being dog locked together. And uh, somebody else that had on a on a Burns night. This is not not quite sexual, but still funny. 
um, had, you know, the, is it a Sporran? If so, uh, I think Stu was in the comments before. He he's he might help me out here because I can't I can't remember what the knife's called that's in the sock of like Scott's dress. Um, but anyway, during during giving it a Highland fling uh, and being a proud Scotsman, the guy didn't have any under uh, underwear on. And uh, he cut his own ball sack open, um, as in like split what? it open so his balls were hanging on the outside of his body, like he filleted his ball sack. Um, the uh, I, just, we've all been just, there, man. We've all been quickly, there, you know. Because like, I haven't seen, I haven't really seen the name before. Carlos Skywalker has just come in, and uh, like the I'm sorry, Carl. What, what a time! What a time to come into I, this. I, I, I apologize. Promise, this uh, is your first show. Um, we have been talking about aliens, and we have been talking about abductions. Have we? <laughs> is that is that what we've been talking about? Yeah. Um, but what sure I was, that's what Whitley was. was talking about? Maybe it was just an excuse. Like maybe what happened to Whitley that involved the uh, the the tearing. It was like, what are we going to do? How are we going to explain this damage? He said, "I'm going to say it was aliens." Couple swinger party gone sideways. Yeah. Literally. Next thing is, I I mean, he was a swimming pool away from being Barry Maud. <laughs> you won't know. You won't get that unless you're British, probably. No. <laughs> I don't Trust know that me, I want to know by context. A, a, a Brit that listens to this will think that was fucking hilarious. Um, or sickening, one of the two. Uh, or upsetting if it was the guy's parents. Um, the... Oh, no. <laughs> this is the end of Ollie's channel. <laughs> See? Glad I was here for it. See? He gets it. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I, this, but as far as the lying to sell books, I don't buy that he was just lying to sell books. Because no, I don't either. It, it's too many jumps. Like there's, oh, it. But, I, so I, he, you he, couldn't, you couldn't guarantee it, and it could be. You've like, like someone said, he's a mediocre writer, but at least he was a mediocre writer of making a living from being a writer. That's yes. difficult, anyway. Yeah. Um, to pull the fake alien abduction maneuver and write a book about it, he could have destroyed everything he'd worked all his life for. Yes. So this is like we're what thirty-five minutes in almost. So the algorithm hopefully will stop checking at this point, right? Uh, <laughs> the people he runs with. Right, right. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Can you hear that noise? That was no. Ollie's asshole tightening. <laughs> <laughs> the people he runs with. Like so, so when you you read or if you watch anything, this guy, he's he's someone who doesn't believe in God, and that's your preference, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not someone who religion, faith, all that they hold no sway to him. Um he's way climate change kind of guy. He's he's all that. He's all the what the progressive modern idealism of, of these things would be. And that's fine. Whatever, that's his prerogative. I don't give a shit mm. um the people he run with on the other hand that he he has connections to and have connections to him and take him seriously and take him in are people like clinton's podestas uh several others um mm. all people that through email list. leaks we have found out are big fans of a cult huge fans of a cult who take mm. that shit seriously now he doesn't have a problem with that mm. Um, 
I did actually have because I, I, it was one of those things that I might I might have noticed. I did actually have a little look that just before we start the show to see if he'd happened to be on like certain island lists, and he hadn't been on the island list. Oh, he's not that important. They don't uh, need to blackmail a true. willing participant. No, no, that's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> he, 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 he's, he's there for the show, man. He, he was there, but he was entertainment. Oh, um, yeah. you, 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 don't, you don't. You don't add the juggler to the guest list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, but I agree. Like it was the same with uh, James Fox's interview with Joe Rogan when he started bringing the Podesta uh, link up and the Clinton link, and the I, I, I'm, I'm more, I get more uncomfortable when people are referring to Hillary Clinton as she was being lined up to be the disclosure president and you go that like i mean well and if you sign up for rockfin you'll get to know what we really think yeah yeah absolutely hope so my takeaway from the whitley thing and some of these other people that are out there like the patient 17 guy and um you know what's his name i just said it uh I forget it. They made the documentary about him. He's serving time uh, for little kid photos that were on his computer that shouldn't have been oh, there. Oh, Stan Romanek. Stan Romanek. So you got Stan, you got Whitley, and then you got the patient 17 guy. And you have other people, right? There's other people that are credible. What I think is interesting, and, you know, here, oh, pers- well, patient 17 guy was very normal. Like, he's a construction worker. He He's like, I've been having night terrors. Um, I think it's just night terrors, but it was enough to make him go down this hole and get this thing removed from his knee. And it was there and it is a piece of material that, you know, whatever it wasn't encapsulated in inflammation. It would seem to, you know, and they're like, well, he's in in the trades. It could have been a nail. Okay. Well, let's get it, you know, get the metallurgy. Mm -hmm. Let's get it tested. And there's 52 different alloys comprised at a stacking layer. And there's, you know, isotopes on there that aren't found anywhere outside of artificial creation that would never be used in making a nail um yeah. and then it's a different conversation you also know? any anyone that's done anything with their hands like building wise and uh, yeah things happen yeah. if you get if you know but if you get something in yourself um like you say the yeah. inflammation it, surrounds it, it, it the area, the area yeah. swells it's horrible you know it's it's horrible yeah. if you get if you get something stuck in your finger or it's or hot asshole. burns you know, in it yeah, yeah. To the point that you can squeeze it and the pus will shoot it out, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's not pus. Sometimes it's full-on man fluid. But the, yeah. Um... <laughs> you mean sexual material? <laughs> sexual material. <laughs> if he, he, that has to be the most said word in his book. He sexual like material phrase. was said yeah. a lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, every chapter, multiple times every chapter. I, I, I won't. I just got thrown. The amount of times, the amount of times I thought I'd skipped back a chapter. But yeah, it, that it, happens a lot. Yeah, it really did. It it really did hinder my um, interest. Interest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but trying to remember, like, because the I'm not a big one for notes. I'm always. I've I've always kind of been. I'm, uh, I, I always think it kind of fucks me if I do if I do notes. I've got to do things kind of off the dome. Yeah. And the um, it really hindered my, my my ability to absorb what was going on. 
because I constantly felt like I'd fucked up. I mean, I had. I'd bought the book. But the uh, apart, apart from that, uh, I mean, I, sorry. I, do you know what? I shouldn't keep shitting on the book because I think I recommend a load it. Of people, yeah, there's a load yeah, of people. Yeah, I recommend like, it. You just and read it. Don't listen to it. it. But yeah, the thing is, good I can't. I can't understand sexual material. Sexual material. Um, the tornadoes, which, which is my new punk band. Um, tornadoes the... is a metal band. If I've ever heard a metal band name, <laughs> ripped anus. <laughs> Um, yeah, the someone said the other day in the chat like it was a super heavy material. I thought I want that to be like a big, filthy, riffy band. I'm in like one where I only, only use like 28 inch symbols. Um, but uh, I can't understand how he got to the conclusions he got to as like as far as the Space Brothers and they're here to help and they're here to do this. And you go, I mean. <sighs> Fuck me, man! You know that that that's like pigs being more um, intelligent and worshiping the farmer. Gustav says we should just only fans this and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> why do you why do you think they're coming out, Gustav? <laughs> Got to be in person to film that kind of action. Uh, yeah, man, it's. The thing is, do I recommend the book? Absolutely. I recommend you read the book. <laughs> do not listen to the book. Maybe it's maybe just because where I am on this, but I, I, I was li- when I listened to the the way he talked about it and the way he talked sexual about the other people's experience, sexual material. Um, I can't understand how you don't because I know he kind of he kind of dipped his dick into the demon <laughs> side. I gotta Sorry. be honest. He didn't dip his dick into anything. He was the inkwell. Yeah, he was. He was He's the, the inkwell. He's not the quill. Yeah. He's the inkwell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear on this. <laughs> and, yeah, and he, he and he, has, he, he sure he, shit is very clear. And that he, had, he is the well. Yeah, he had to be refilled multiple times. All the time. Yeah, um, uh, but the thing. The thing is, when he when he started talking about the, like the demon side of it, like how he he doesn't like discount the idea of that the, the demons, but he did, and he, then he discounted it, and then he really immediately discounts it, and yeah. then talks about how this is not it. Yeah, but it really sounds it. It really like when you look and you hear those stories, it really sounds demonic. And not only that, the letters he chose sound demonic. Yeah, like the possession, the the walkers, mm-hmm. the free the was the free walkers. That they mm. can just kind of come in and like try and remove your soul to put theirs in and then write yes. like and then he's going through all these things and all these accounts and he's like, Well, this isn't demonic. This is the love that they have for our environment. And it's like, what are you talking yeah, about right now, man? Me. You've just told me that they were trying to remove somebody's soul. Yeah. He's like, No, but it's love. Did they ram it in your ass until you bled? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you know how I know that is because you said it in 30 different chapters in vivid detail. <laughs> vivid detail. Um you and I got different views of what love is, man. I don't know what happened to you <laughs> to make yeah. it this way. Uh Whitley hey, definitely best thinks like uh, uh, spitting in mouth is love. But um, he thinks I, I got to be serious. Like this would be the kind of guy that if you stripped him naked, chained him in a yard and beat him with a whip, he'd be like, no, it was a great date. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, they're, they're a compassionate person. Like you're in yeah. the hospital. Like, you know, it's like, it's like going to someone's house and dudes wailing on the lady. And he's like, you know, he's, he's, you're, you're going to get hit one hard time too hard. Like you need to leave right now. No, no, no. You know, he just had a hard day. Like the selfish love. Like, <laughs> what? Whoa. Um, he's, he's in that vein. Um, yeah. that's so the soul thing I, I, I knew I wanted, um, I wanted to bring that up because the, that was the point I messaged you when, cause at that point of the book, I was enjoying it. You know, I, I was, I, I, it, it, Sexual I, I, material. Was, I know you were, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, by good... that point you've only heard the, uh, rectal situation 40 well, 50 I think times, it was right? Like, it was eight hours, wasn't it? I think the book was about eight hours. <laughs> longest eight hours of any book you will listen yeah, to i that, do not recommend listening to that book read the book don't listen but like to it. two hours two hours i enjoyed i enjoyed the first couple of hours like, cumulatively like 15 minutes here 15 minutes there. <laughs> yeah tantric <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what that means <laughs> but um the the, the the soul thing when that popped up that was when I messaged you and said this is right down our street for talking like this and then it it kind of fell apart a little bit from where where I, where I thought it was going because I did at the beginning of that book I really did think he was going to go down the route of yeah. oh, interdimensional interdimensional demons essentially that's and, uh, not yeah. what he thinks that's what the John D'Souza guy thinks thank you welcome to the show hey welcome to the show thanks man but um yeah I uh I'm just not sure. Like the the proctol, the the torn prostate, and that he still feels yeah. it every day. Like why? What? And the thing is, like you guys think I keep bringing up. It, when, if you read this book, he brings it it's up so, all the time. It's so strange. It's such a be a the um, the sort of sexual. Um, so the this speaks to that point. submission so, to it is. Oh, he's a, a power bottom. Part. Yeah. Yeah, he's a power bottom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you'd be doing damage and he just harder. You know. Um, so anyway, the the MUFON guys that I talked to, they said that, you know, he got a story, and I think I've told it on here before, where he'd moved to LA out of Knoxville and uh or when he was in LA before he came to Knoxville, he went to his apartment and the aliens were in his apartment, like looking through his refrigerator and walking around. They knew where he lived, they just apparently didn't know what time he got home. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And they're like, no. And then it got sexual. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it got weird and people were uncomfortable. And, I, and then I was like, wow, that's, you know, everybody in this room is a little nuts. And uh, so I was kind of amazed by that. And then now listening to this book, I was like, oh, my God, I get it. Mm. I, I bet it was bad in person. I bet it was bad in person. But at the same time, he talks about interesting things no one is talking about. But so like the, but the, the instances is, over Oak Ridge. But the question is. I wonder if he was like this before it. See, that's something we get. I was going to say for later, but it it relays to so two percent of the population when it comes to psychedelics are hypersensitive, mm -hmm. unbelievably sensitive, and I I would venture a guess you could take those same two percent and they would be the ones people would call empathic, sensitive, use mm -hmm. the moniker psychic, which I don't really believe in, but I understand why people would use it. Um, some of the, a couple of those people were at the thing I was at last night and I would absolutely use those titles for them. Mm -hmm. 
Um, when you guys come out, you can meet them. Uh, hopefully, cool. um, it's. But those are the same people. Like if you give them, I don't know, like a gram or two of cybacillin, they're gonna have an out of body, extraterrestrial, extra dimensional type experience that is beyond their control, and uh, verges on maybe psychosis. Like whereas everyone else would be like, oh, I'm kind of giggly, you know what I mean, and and roll on. Um, it's just a sensitivity. It's some sensitivity that they have, some biological wiring, whatever it is. Same people that uh, I've I've kind of figured out. Like you hear people talk about if they have lucid or vivid dreams regularly. Um, night terror suffers in that same vein. You'll find that I think those percentages probably work out right to two ish percent of the population. Hmm. Um, so it's interesting. It's interesting. And I think Whitley's definitely one of those two. So if he is whatever he is, he's a beacon and he's on a weird side of some game we don't understand. Um, but again, he does bring up good things. The Oak Ridge thing, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, where they nuclear fissionable material. There's actually multiple government labs. There's the Oak Ridge National Labs. There's the Y-12 facility. There's K-38. Um, there's a couple others. And then there's super secret ones no one talks about that are hidden behind you know all kinds of stuff that no one knows what goes on. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about the United States Air Force engaging objects over that facility, mm. which is fact. They did do that. Like they, they do have plans for that. They, um, it's interesting. It's interesting. You know, he, he makes good points. He has good research is he just likes to say sexual material a lot. <laughs> he loves to talk about what happened to his back door. Uh, a lot. Um, he likes to talk about the Podestas. Um, didn't mention their taste in art or, you know, religious beliefs or their mm. rituals, which you need to tune into Rockfin for. Um, we are definitely going to shoot do a show on that art. Yeah, make sure we tell everyone that we are happy, well-adjusted with our lives. We have a lot going for us and to live for. Yeah, for, yeah. No. The, 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 I do not intend an early checkout. Yeah. And in uh, no time will we be talking about Bill Gates or Jared Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> they are lovely. They are wonderful people from what I hear. And Jared's a handsome man. Handsome man. <laughs> problem, problems I, I don't want, man. Yeah. The, um, I, for one, uh, wish Bill Gates all his, uh, all the best. Health and happiness, man. Health and happiness. Best of luck in his new endeavor in farming. Uh, <laughs> ruling the world or whatever the hell it is he's doing you yeah. you do you bro good for yeah. you have at it yeah i love windows <laughs> the, uh... yeah I just don't love them enough that i want to jump out of one um <laughs> for the record I'm a happy happy person <laughs> that that's one for uh the clips, <laughs> clips. Tag, tag that <laughs> <laughs> dudes with uh unlimited funds and very sensitive egos are not people you want to fuck around with no, uh, no no especially ones that appear to have been uh bullied like for the majority of their childhood i mean what um, is what is the old joke uh bill gates spent a lot of time in a locker with his underwear shoved up his ants you know what I mean? Before he decided, I'm going to take over the world of computers. You'll see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that just doesn't come out of a whim. Like no. that's a it's a distinct drive. Well, um, I think I said on Friday show, didn't I? We 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 got talking about this sort of stuff, and the um, 
uh, he, Bill Gates was the only person that um, uh, the what do you call it um, that Pat, uh, John McAfee wouldn't talk shit about. Yeah, because he doesn't want to jump out of a window either. Yeah, and but John McAfee is fucking crazy, crazy. Yeah, dude, I'm, I love that guy. I, I I do not believe he's dead. Hold on a sec. I would have loved to party with him, man. I would, and, and it, just for an instance to try and survive the evening. Well, I you know what I mean. Like, I don't need to I, keep I pace. Think... I just need to make it through alive. It'd be awesome. I I don't think I would have um, survived. I really don't. Shit, I would have tried. Yeah, I can. I, I can do it. I can one night. I can make that. I, yeah, one night, no problem. Mm. What are we hunting homeless people? Sure, let's do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, I'm here, man. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. Oh, if anyone hasn't, if anyone hasn't watched the, I I know Netflix documentaries aren't known for their um, quality when it comes to. Um, like murky subjects like Epstein's documentary. You know, the um, there was more missing than was in that. Um, the the documentary about John McAvee and the um interview he did with Vice before Vice for Vice just went into administration, didn't it? Fucking shame that. Uh, but when they were actually good, when they were good, and they had actual journalists, um, that that. It was. It's just insane. Like it's. It's fucking crazy, and it's probably the best thing on Netflix you can possibly watch. So, so someone put in the the chat. It's like alien sex chat show, <laughs> and then Gustav puts light, light candles, puts on Marvin. Let's get it on. Lights spliff and sits down with sexual material. <laughs> Uh, this is this is oh. this show's gonna be alien sex addict by the end of this. Um, more like more like victim, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It's it's like there is there interesting stuff in the book. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, is would do I recommend you read it? Yes. Do I recommend you listen to it? No. You do not want that guy whispering in your ear, man. It is uncomfortable. Him, his whole voice and tone is uncomfortable. I think if if someone would have turned around to me at first and said, "You haven't skipped chapters," I'd have enjoyed it a lot more because that that really really got to me. Um, but the like on the abduction thing of a whole, I wanted to go back to like Stan Romanak for a split second, and um, the. Like I I don't I don't know the guy looked fucking weird he came across as a weirdo it weirdo. wouldn't surprise me if mm. there was stuff on his computer that shouldn't be mm. there but man like can you imagine can you imagine how shit it would be if you if something happened to you and they wanted to shut you up so so stuff was planted on your laptop anyway see the thing and and I've actually watched a lot of stuff about that particular guy because I was curious about that as well. Mm. Because some of the alleged encounters he had had, and he's got witnesses. Like that's the crazy thing. Like he's got all these other people who will stand up for this guy, and at the same time, my initial instinct to this guy is to burn him with fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna frag the room he's in. You know what I mean? Then I'm gonna burn it to the ground because something about you I don't like. Um. 
so I looked into that and there is interesting things. Like when they found the material, his on his computer, it was on like a cursory search that they got a warrant to go get it. It was at a computer repair shop. Like they didn't see any of that stuff on there. Only it was found when it was taken to the holding the detective involved in that is mired in crooked work and investigations. It looks, it looks like the government railed him through. Mm. But at the same time, I watched the interview with him when they were talking about what I, the, the alien in the, the kitchen video that he did. Right. And people like that, not the one in the window, uh, the one at the kitchen, but um, like, it looks very fake. And the question is, why were you walking around your house with your camera? And he says, well, my stepson was there and his friends were, you know, there. And I thought they were, you know, doing something silly or, running around and I could get the, in, and he said, I thought I could film them and then, you know, blackmail them with it. And I was like, what'd you just say? That's weird, man. Mm. That's weird. That's a weird thing to say. It doesn't, it doesn't track. I mean, I'm a father. It doesn't track. It's what you're trying to film your stepkid and his friends running around the house doing whatever. So you can, blackmail him with it it's uncomfortable it's a, it's a it's weird you know um but again he's still he's just a weird he's a weird dude whatever i think whatever. i found i think i found the video here from the kitchen boom, uh, boom, boom. Uh, we can play the other one too i mean it's interesting he's an interesting uh, cat i would prefer not to play too much of whitley streber because he creeps me out more than stand up. No, I can't find. I can only find the other one. I can't. I Could can't you imagine find... being stuck in a room with those two guys? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've only found it on like an old news report. I, I can only find that one. The one, the one we looked at before. Yep. If someone someone can smart me up here because it's in the documentary. It's uh. Well, the world has gotten very good at covering that kind of stuff up. And yeah. Well. I, well. I mean, essentially, like this is. I mean, it's perfect for the. This, yeah, it starts, it, someone starts taking the piss out in the end of this video, but. Um. All you get now is like the, the scandal, of Romanak. You don't get the. Um, yeah, like the, the like conspiracy theory anymore. Yeah, it's the the empty Google, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, and you know, it is what it is. Things as as the governments, various governments, and not even governments, like the corporate entities' powers get better and better. They totally can curtail what we watch. They can control it. They can feed it to us. So if so, if if I'm wrong here, and this isn't the Stan Romanak video, then please somebody tell me. No, I believe that's one of them. That's but, one yeah, of them. I, that's you not... think it is? It's the one. Yeah. Um, see, like, well, I I always found this really weird, and because I, I mean, it looks bizarre, but the blinking—it's 14 years ago as well. Um, Stan Romanak does not seem to me like the guy that could fucking be a puppeteer. A, yeah, be a puppeteer, or even like it's do like the CGI bit. Well, it's not. It's supposedly not CGI. Supposedly, it is a guy in a mask or a puppet. I believe on like a stick, mm. but I've never seen that. Like a. In the mouth I can get it. Did you see I that? just find the like. I mean, people people know. See someone putting this. <laughs> it's quite funny. 
that's, that's awesome. what it would that's what it would look like if I did it. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know what we I should do? People... What? We should definitely put a link in the chat to see if anyone has anything they want to say about alien abductions. Yes. Not on Twitter. Not on Twitter. But on here. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what there's more to say about Whitley. Other than, yes, read the book. There's interesting information. The letters are interesting from other people. Um, I wouldn't listen to the Audible book because you don't want that guy whispering in your ear. Um, you will feel dirty. Um, and not in a good way. Yeah. How many stars out of five? In all seriousness, maybe three and a half. Mm. I, I'd yeah. give it three and a half. Yeah. yeah. Like the, it, if, he, if, if he would have stopped the sexual material, I'd have given him four. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think three and a half tops at three. Three is probably more, more realistic from me. But um, it's, again, if you're into the subject, I mean, it's Whitley Strieber writing a book about abductions. Yeah. You know, so, so it's, it, 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 you can't get more part of the zeitgeist than, yeah. than that. But, um, but right to get off, off Strieber, because we've, we've, we've spent an hour talking about him pretty much. Um, like abductions in general. Yeah. Let's get some people on. Yeah. I I've, bet somebody's, I, uh... somebody's had some butt stuff done in this room. <laughs> Ollie. I'm sure he's in the chat. <laughs> um, I wonder if his parents were watching this one. <laughs> he specifically, I guarantee he's making sure they don't. They, they, um, they, they watched the Friday show, and I kicked Friday's show off by saying that he was on a romantic getaway with his mother. So there you go. I was, I was talking about how hot his mom is, and he started sending me pictures of her. Oh, She's no. smiling. Like, oh yeah. no! How about it? <laughs> I'll double down. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you think uh, I'll flinch? Mm-mm. Nobody, no, nobody. I mean, not, not, not Mrs. Uh, like Oliver. Like she's, she's a beautiful woman, but um, nobody wants to see their friends' moms like that. It's well, an. I, Ollie's I, in I the wanna, picture with her. Oddly enough, I know one of my friends. I know he's had sex with one of his friend's mums. That's weird. Nice. But um, does he make his friend call him daddy or just his mom? Everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's it's high fives all around at that point, isn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like the abduction thing for me is something I think. I kind of pass it off a little bit. Um, I don't know why. It's it's just never it's it's never interested me as much. In the same as USOs, never used to int- introduce me uh, introduce me interest me as much as UFOs. I don't know why. It was just the thing. Then then they became transmedium. Now they're all interesting. Um, but uh, it's always been something that I just think, oh, I wonder, I wonder how many people, regardless of whether it's real or not, how many people believe they're being abducted. I wonder how there's how many people that that have, let's say, I let's think say it's a psychological I, issue, right? Just, yeah. I don't know if it is or not. 
So if we say it's a psychological issue, that means there's just as much chance as your bike uh, baker having it as your fucking bank manager. Correct. So I wonder how many people are living their lives with this going on and just going, well, I can't talk about that at all. I, I think I think the framing of it is wrong because you're talking about what is believed to be like physical manifestations and snatch and grabs. Like one of the letters of the woman who got grabbed with her daughter in the desert, right? And then yes. the, the daughter dies of a rare leukemia. Meanwhile, she gets back, her hair's falling out, her mm-hmm. gums are bleeding, all obvious signs of heavy doses of radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was it in uh, The Hunt for the Skinwalker that Jeremy Corbell did? He was talking to the uh, natives who lived in the area, and they had all had various like sunburns, radiation burns, uh, going through a, a plethora of things. It makes you wonder. Maybe it's not all the same phenomenon. Maybe it's partly the phenomenon. Like it, I think the phenomenon is is a good word to term it. But if you're looking for abductions, I would put in people who suffer from night terrors, vivid dreaming. Um, lucid dreaming, I would put all of them in the same category as I would the radiation burn people. Yeah. Because there's there's clearly a certain percentage of the population that is far more interesting to, for whatever reason, than the rest. Mm. Right? That if, if, we're, if we're looking at the accounts and taking that in. Um, yeah. So we should see if anyone in the chat would, would like to tell us. Gustav put Stifler's mom. Yeah, I, think, I had I a think buddy we, growing up. His mom was hot. I the, dated it. What's that? The chat's looking pretty quiet for fucking guests. I think we'll see. We get throw it out there. You never know. Someone could be watching and not talking. But um, have courage. No, <laughs> have courage. Um, I was going to say something then. I forgot. Like I used to have a like a reoccurring dream when I was a kid, and mm. um, the. I, I would be like I'd be in my bed and I'd fall asleep and it be it was weird because my dream would start with me being asleep and uh, with me be, with me knowing I was going to sleep and then I'd be in like this full on white room like the Matrix you know the where the where loading room yeah and it, in the in the distance like the middle distance. There was a beer, and this it sounds so fucking stupid, but it was terrifying. Uh, there was like a, a lion on a treadmill, and the lion would get rid. This was like when I was 10, probably eight, nine, something like a young child, and it would just be me watching this lion on the treadmill, and he would be running and running around and getting faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster, and the faster he got the more pressure I could feel like it, I, I, it, 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 the best way of putting it was I could feel the volume. Like I could feel sound and uh, it, I would eventually it would get so he would get so fast and this pressure feeling would get so horrible. I would wake up. But when I woke up, I was in that, I would stay in this sort of lucid dream state but I would feel like I was incredibly small. That like the, the the same feeling that mm-hmm. the I got when I was watching the line on the treadmill would be there, 
but mm-hmm. I felt like I was incredibly small and the rest of the room was fucking huge. Like I was I was lying in a football stadium size bed. It was it was very strange. But and I can understand like from the feelings I had from that dream. Um I, subsequently I've had it um a few times like in adulthood. Hmm. But only when I've been like exceptionally sick or exceptionally high, it's been the the uh, it's happened. Um, grazie, Mister Squatch. That's Thank you awesome, much. man. And he put, I think he's he's out. Well, I get it, man. I get it. The uh, sexual material gets to us all. See you later, Squatch. That was awesome. Mm. Um. um that's that's we, so it's a reoccurring same thing. Well, same it was thing, re- yeah. When I was a kid, like it was like two or three times a week when I was a kid. Huh. Like that, that was it was like a full on reoccurring dream. And then um, in adulthood, it's it kind of drifted away and disappeared. But the I I I, th- I definitely I don't know I don't know I've got no theory of what why dreams are important and what they are. I definitely believe dreams are more than just your 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 brain filing things um my my other good dream story isn't mine it's my son's um he would uh from before he could speak uh he he he'd wake up and he's he's been a really good sleeper like it's it's unbelievable how lucky i've been with my my son like basically from the from the day i brought him home from hospital he slept through every night. He's asleep upstairs right now. No bother whatsoever. And uh, the well, now and again, when he would have like a night terror when he was when he was really little and he couldn't speak, you'd go in to get him. You sort of wake him up. It's like it's okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And he just look at you dead in the eyes and start doing this with his arm. Hmm. And then the. Uh, Eventually, got a couple of bit, some sort of words together, and they the same thing. So this is this has now been going on for now and again over the course of a year, year and a half. Uh, and he'd be doing he'd give it thing, and he'd be like, "Water, water, water, water," and then he'd get a few more words together, and he'd start doing this, and he and he start spinning his finger around. Still no words for it. So anyway, he's four now. This hasn't happened for maybe a year and a half. So it happened till say he was till till when he was approaching three, but to that point where he could actually have a conversation, you could you could hammer out what he's trying to explain to you. So it turned out he used to have a reoccurring dream about being on a boat heading towards rocks, and he couldn't turn so and the, the sea was rough. He couldn't turn the engine off, which was him trying to trying to explain what a propeller was. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually had to jump off the he had to jump off the boat just before the boat uh, went into the uh, went into the the side of the side of the the, uh, the rocks that he was going. And he started having this dream before he could say hello. And before he understood what a boat was, before he even understood what water was, and then slowly as he gained words, 
he could explain this dream he was having when he was like fucking five months old. It was fucking wild. I've never been one for the whole past life thing mm-hmm. until this. I thought that's fucking crazy. But the thing that makes it the things that makes it not like a past life story is obviously now he's uh, he's approaching six. He can speak properly and. The uh, when he, when he was a little bit older, see it stopped the the dream stopped being a nightmare from when he was um ah uh, so we'll say three I might I might be out by a few months but we'll say we'll say three but then I said to him I said do you, could you still because like you don't want to lead him but I I was like I, I do a fucking paranormal podcast I want to I want to fucking know what's going on here like yeah the content bitch and uh the uh i i asked him like what what whether um he was still having it or not and he said no 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 it's fine now i was like what do you mean it's fine he said no 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 it's fine and then just carried on with his day i'm like what do you mean it's fucking fine and it turns out that i mean and for so for the record my, my dad's not dead um but he said oh no my the dream stopped being scary because granddad's there now and it's like he inserted my living father into this reoccurring dream that he's had since he was like born very near. And uh, and now it stopped being a nightmare. And the, the boat stopped crashing when my my living father got involved in it. Fucking weird. What is it from uh, True Detectives? Uh the guy's like, uh, you know, time is a flat circle. It was a good show. At least the first never season was. True Detectives first season? Very good. Yeah. It's very good. Very interesting. <clears throat> is it paranormal? Kind of. Kind of not. It's weird. Uh, it's great watch, I think. It's got uh, Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh. So, yeah, right. Awesome. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. They're great together. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. I'll I'll do that. I'll I'll go in for a, for a season of that. I've never watched it before. Yeah. First one's good. Follow up's not so great. But, yeah, uh, man. That's 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 wild, dude. You know, especially when it comes out of kids like that. It's it makes you... it was the propeller that got me. I, I think even explaining yeah. that story there, I didn't sell. Um. Yeah. I didn't sell quite how weird it was him trying to explain what a propeller was before he knew what a propeller was. Cause yeah. there's that, that's the thing as well for a kid. That's his age. There is no reason for him to know what's under a boat. It seems, seems mm-hmm. like such a strange thing to say, but like boats literally are plastic toy things that go in the bath mm-hmm. at this point. There is, there is no reason for him to understand the mechanical mechanism of propulsion yeah. like for, for that vehicle. Um. Yeah, it's it was it was really strange. Just quick shout out to Stu. I just got a, a message while I've been doing this show, and he is, I believe, currently, uh, beavering away at the uh, a Bob Lazar documentary for our fucking good channel. Um, dude, he's great at that editing. He's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that, that little thing he snipped together. That was I sent him a message. Like, That's he, he's been an absolute hero at the minute. He's because he, yeah. he started clipping the um, the episodes as well. So that's why you're getting yeah. lots of shorts come up with the episode. That's why 
TikTok has been getting so much fucking love. It's it's all down to your boy, Stu. the cartoon mouse, Stuart Little. Yeah, he's he's on there. So uh, Gustav has this. It makes you wonder, Lee, where does that construct then come from? I know. I right. just saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't know, man. I got yeah. four kids. They, they are kids are weird. Some are weirder than others. You know, my my one daughter that talks to something that's not there that comes around occasionally. It's got a name and everything. Mm. Um, yeah. Talked her into leaving the house, and uh, like showed he her how to. That. Yeah, showed her how to, and she even said she, you know, baby Josie showed me how to open the door because the security locks that we have on our door. Um. And people are like, well, maybe she saw you guys do it enough times. Maybe, maybe um, she was pretty young, you mm-hmm. know, like to disarm the system and kill like, this is a, this is a thought. And we have it all on camera. That was the thing. It was like, what? Yeah. But you know, good news when you guys stay here, she rarely sleepwalks anymore with her hair down in her face as she mumbles going up and down the stairs in the hallway. Has <laughs> she got long black hair as well? Uh, long blonde hair, long blonde hair. It's like a dirty blonde. Yeah, at, at least she's not gonna be walking around looking like the girl from the ring. Uh, sometimes she walks around in all fours. Yeah, oh, fuck it. Um, the <laughs> only when she's going up the wall, though, you know, <laughs> we've told her no more ceilings. Right. <laughs> High ceilings in my house. Very hard to paint. I'm not getting fucking fingerprints and footprints off 12 foot ceilings. That's no, we're not doing that. All right. You stay here where we can reach. I'm not breaking out the big ladders just for you. Um, I was going to say something that completely fucking thrown me. <laughs> my kids are pretty creepy though. Like one or two of them, especially it's just like, mm, that's unnerving. <laughs> you know? It just it does make you wonder. Years. It does make you wonder, though, doesn't it? Whether there's something, um, there's something we lose. You know, the the like people always talk about the like it's just creativity of play. Like, where where does that come from? You know, the you, you see, you would think that you would think that until you're sitting down, and you're like, all right, well, you're having a good time, and she'll look around the room. It's like, oh yeah, well, they all left when you came in, but you know, maybe they'll come back later and play with me. <laughs> so what? You know the little the little boys we picked up. You mean yeah, the ones that drown? You mean the ones John and Tony Podesta? No, you mean the ones that <laughs> drown in the flood in 1933? The Boy Scout troop, those boys, and starts popping off with names. And you're like, hmm, this just got weird. See, yeah. it's weird because I don't, I, I, I don't not believe those stories. That's what I meant. That's what, what. So put that first. But I don't believe as much. I don't believe we've got the ability to stay here after we die. I think that it will be I don't either. totally beyond us. Yeah, the I don't know what this shit is, but I don't I don't think we can stay here. There's too many people. They think of it this way, right? Mm-hmm. Me and me, right, me and my dad have got such a such a fucking good relationship. It's great. I, I fucking dread the day something happens to that man. Um, but. When it does, he's not going to get the chance to haunt me. And I know, just as any other father would probably do the same thing, if that fucking big shiny light came, but you had the opportunity to stay with your child, you would fucking do it. 
even if all you could do was watch, you would fucking stay. So you felt insanity right there, man. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I don't. I don't think there's a choice involved. I'm, I'm there. On no, that. I, I don't, don't think there's a choice involved. I, I think we have about works. as much choice as a um, like as a as a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. I lean more towards things that pretend to be other things. Like, have you heard mm-hmm. of the Philip experiment? Uh, there's been a Philip experiment over here with Philip Schofield, and that seems to be over. <laughs> I'm not following that. It's it's very on brand. But carry on. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, uh, a group of researchers, psychologists, parapsychologists, you know, whatever academics, uh, they imagined a ghost. They gave him a backstory, gave him a name of Philip, blah, 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 blah. And then they started trying to make contact through EVPs and, you know, spirit board sessions, things like that. And then they started making contact. They started getting EVPs from someone named Philip who was totally inhabiting the role of a character that was totally fictitious, that it was not real. Um, you know, Google, check it out. It's very interesting, but it, it feels something like, so when we go to the hospital and these other places, you usually, so when you, you rent out a place like that for yourself, they have people there that are like the caretakers or they're volunteers or they're part of the organization that owns it. And they'll give you the tour and they can't help themselves, but they give you all the, like, you know, this is the name of this nurse and that nurse. And they have all these backstories. And one of the things like me and my friends would say, how the hell do you know that? You know, you have no idea. You have no idea. If I went up to some random person in the street and said, my name was Bob, or I go on a YouTube thing and say, my name's David. How do you know that? Because mm. I said it. Or maybe I overhear you talking about someone and I suddenly decide to inhabit that role. That's just good field craft right there. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so how do we know what these things hear and what they don't hear and what they inhabit? And one of the tacks we always take is that everything you hear when like, you know, EVPs or anything, it's a lie. It's a manipulation. And when you take that tact, you'll notice a change in the responses that you get. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Mm. You know, people are like, well, you're manifesting it. And you're just like, are you? Or is something else that's there trying to get to you by pretending to be like whatever you want it to be to make you friendly that lets you invite it in. Um, that's what it wants. Mm. So it's, I don't know. It's interesting. You'll see. When we go to the place, dude, I've, I've never been there and think crazy things haven't happened. So if, if, we're, able to, if we're able to get the dates. but It would make sense uh, why the, uh, like the nice, nice like spirits people come in contact with. Or was children or female? You know, it's because that, that I think that would be a good way in. Yeah, yeah, because you you've got the if if you look at a high hierarchy of danger, that they're the they're, they're lower on the danger scale. But oh, Fred's in the chat. Yeah, I just noticed that. See, you need to put out the link, man. Get her on here. Get some quality. What? Quality content. Would you like to come on, Orphan Red? If you let, let me know if you want to come on for say hello. Yeah, that'd be fun. I was just said I think you're wrong. If 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 you would like the, she says uh, she thinks we're not wrong. Oh, think not wrong. If you would like yeah. the link, I will. I can send you the link. She loved to, but she can't today. Well, that's all right. No worries. Yeah. Um. um yeah. So, like the the hospital thing is is interesting. My buddy's house is interesting. 
Um, there's some buildings we have access to. Um, the one used to be the old mortuary for a long time um, before the hospital actually had facilities to take in bodies. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, one of the things like uh, doing various experiments, you know, you put someone with a spirit box, you isolate them in one room, you bring a group of people down to another thing, and then you have that group of people ask questions while the other person's isolated, you know, all they can hear is what's going on mm-hmm. and they call out whatever words they hear. It's very interesting. And we got interesting responses, um, you know, interesting EMF. And the, the neat thing about the hospital is that the power, they've shut power off to everything. Right. There's very limited areas where there is electricity and they have them marked and, and denoted that, hey, there's power here. There's a camera here. So, you know, that just for you know insurance safety purposes. Mm-hmm. And so you can go to areas where none of that is. And when you start getting EMF spikes, you know, everyone's cell phones are off. Everything's put away. That doesn't make sense. And if anyone joins us on Rockfin, we can explain. I'll, I'll happily explain some of the other theories that we've me and my buddies have been uh playing with but there's a reason we use the particular equipment we do like it's not we have and i I actually have some of my so max who was on the show my nasa buddy and one of his other nasa buddies they've been going through some of my ghost hunting equipment and uh fixing some things revamping some things getting ideas to do other things um so we'll see what comes of that that's the goal one of the things i think they're excited about is potentially patentable but um and it's based on some physics that I honestly don't really understand. But um, when you guys come out, it'll be interesting. I need to go pick up all that gear from them. We even have a kinetics camera hooked to a tablet, the handheld one you can look around and it fires the IR beams that put oh, the people cool. together. Yeah. Um, it makes you wonder, actually, like keeping this, because I, 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 did, I did think that the uh, a conversation about abductions would go this way. Um, it does make you wonder if you it, when, you, when you were saying before about these things maybe not but not not being what they say they are and just saying what you want them to be. That could yep. also explain the abduction phenomena because if if you were um, if you were trying to get into something mm-hmm. and that person I, and I I know. Uh, <sighs> I know the stories about the uh, the like, people that are abducted always starts with, I was never really into UFOs, but I I'm kind of don't buy that sometimes. I think I think people might just say that sometimes. So it doesn't this because they worry that they're gonna be like labeled as making something mm-hmm. up. Because realistically, if you're if you're if you're between forty and fifty, you grew up in prime time fucking X Files territory. That means there's a ninety percent chance that you were into this fucking shit at one point, um, because everybody watched the X Files back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the same way as when you when you listen to people talk about flat Earth. Every every flat earther, and this <laughs> don't come at me off and red, I'm not slagging flat earthers off. Uh, but every flat Earth documentary you hear, it starts with the person going, "I got into this because I wanted to debunk it." And I go, no, you didn't. You got into this because you were curious and you started looking at things because you were curious. Uh, you didn't. I, I just find that really fucking weird how everyone, every one of them says, and then I couldn't debunk it. And then I went, yeah, it's flat. But um, 
it makes you wonder whether the abduction phenomena comes from the entity knowing that this person wants some sort of closure on you know on the idea of the uh on the on the on the ufo phenomena on the alien phenomena mm -hmm. so it's interesting that you frame it that way so graham hancock has a book supernatural mm -hmm. um it's very good it talks in, well, a lot about psychedelics it talks a lot about um various various uh encounters throughout history like with fairy folks some of which are on the isle of man mm. um, we, we yeah. have a rich history of fairies yeah there. and he has some of the accounts of them like carriages and horses coming to collect people to take them to the jail a lot like what whitley is talking about like they're collecting oh, fucking i hate to say sexual material mm. to make their little clones and their or whatever it is they're doing whatever they're collecting whatever is going on my granddad had a fairy story. Yeah, yeah, I might, yeah. He um, and he he went to his grave with with this. I didn't know I, they I, had those kind of bars back then. <laughs> yeah, it was frowned upon. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> <laughs> he said sexual material a lot as well. But, um, <laughs> oh, this isn't the right place for your therapy, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be on Rockfin. <laughs> um we have a we, 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 i'm sure you if if you know about fairies in the isle of man you'll know that we ha we have a place called fairy bridge over here um and like, i've known ever since i'm 40 years of age i've known fully grown adults my entire life myself included because i even it's kind of do it myself um when you go over fairy bridge you say hello to the fairies as you go over the bridge that is just if 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 you grew up on the Isle of Man, you fuck. If you don't do it, you fucking think it. And um, the the whole the, the superstition was that if you don't say hello to the fairies going over the ferry bridge, that something bad will happen to you. That's the the pretense of it. Um, yeah, the the description of fairies there, malicious. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. These these yeah. these were not nice. These are pricks. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the history of of fairies. And when you look at like the supernatural. It does fit like that. This, the Whitley Strieber that they're all love and light. Okay, I, I, I get what you're saying, but the story you just told me has nothing to do with love and light. It has to do with a torn anus and sexual material mm -hmm. uh, that you had no choice in. That this was not something that you wanted. You stated multiple times, and that they did not care. Um, but it's still love and light and compassion. Oh, I feel like I feel like I've heard this from domestic abuse victims. You know, like. This is a track, man. And someone mm -hmm. asked, what does Whitley think they are? Because he's changed his mind. In this book, he's very into climate change. Um, that's jarring. Harrington and that they're way into love and light. And that Podesta and Hillary Clinton are awesome people uh, and who can bring us into a world of disclosure. That's, I don't know. That's kind of what I took away. In this book, he's really just talking about other people's experiences and letters, which makes off, for every one letter is two wing chapters. Hammer. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly Orphan, he, right. if I, we're talking about Whitley Strieber's new book, Them. Uh, Orphan, read the book. Do not listen to the Audible. Um, <laughs> I do not recommend the Audible uh, because he, Whitley, does it himself. And his voice is the kind of thing that is banned within 500 yards of a school. Mm -hmm. Um, and rightfully so. 
uh, and he says sexual material. In, in the way he says it, he enjoys saying it. Yeah, I I got that. He did. Enjoy he enjoys it. it. Yeah. 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 I I wish I would have read it. I wish I would have just read it because I would have. It would have been much faster and it would have been over. It wouldn't have been eight hours of just like, why did I do this to myself? But I was like, I'm not buying it a second time. Um, I regret this first purchase. Um, <laughs> yeah, my my granddad's story about the about the fairy thing was he was the you, you bear in mind you're talking, oh Christ, um, kind of died when he was eighty. So you. Oh, mid 40s i'm gonna say not his mid 40s mid 1940s um he, he used to wear fairy bridges um he because you'll look you'll love this where he used to uh, where he used to uh, live at this like, to go with your thing of feeling that um i'm not feeling uh, anything no no <laughs> uh, thinking that i live in fucking narnia uh he lived you in Castle, he lived in castletown at the time of course he did <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, uh... right. <laughs> yeah. That makes total sense. Because <laughs> that's a normal name, sure. <laughs> um, the um, everyone has one of those. It's called Castletown because it's got medieval castle in the middle. Of course, it does. Yeah, of course, yeah. it does. Absolutely, it does. <laughs> see, the thing is, after you guys come out, my plan is in in time to go see you guys, mm -hmm. um, and then I can see Narnia for myself. You'll enjoy it. I, I genuinely think I think you'll you'll enjoy the Isle of Man. I will. I'd have to brush up on on, on the uh, uh, like Manx Celtic history because I think you know, I think you'd want to go and see some of the stone circles and stuff like that. That I've fucking no idea where they are. Um, and if your country will let me, maybe I could import some of my gear. Uh, some of it is not allowed to be exported out of the United States. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And when By you come that... out here, you'll see why. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, "Shit, this is awesome!" I like, yes, it is. So, Grandpappy, the uh, uh, he used to uh, the ferry ferry bridge is walking distance from um, Castletown, and uh, he used to poach salmon in the river that's at Ferry Bridge. Mm -hmm. So he'd uh, he'd go like early in the morning, close the river off with a big net, catch himself a load of salmon, stick them in a bag, and go. Um, and, and go home just like some sort of Enoch Lighting novel. And um, he was down there poaching salmon, and he said he saw he, he just he all he referred to it was was a little person. He said I just saw a little person there, and uh, he said he said I'm not sure why, but he because he used to have have like a tarp sack for his like for poaching salmon. Mm -hmm. And uh, he threw the bag over it to try and catch it. And then when he took the bag off, it was just a perfectly scorched circle in the grass. That's and, wild. Um, yeah. That's interesting. He said, he, uh, like, my mum my said um, he, he took her to see the burnt circle when she was a, when she, when, when she was a child. And it's now, now so much time has passed. You, uh, even my mother doesn't know whether, it's a memory or a memory of something that she made up because it was a story that granddad used to tell her. But mm -hmm. the, uh, yeah, but essentially the, that's, that was the story that he tried to catch this little person in a bag. And, uh, it just left like a scorched circle on the grass that mm -hmm. stayed there for ages. I remember, I, I remember that as being something that I was told when I was younger, that it was, uh, it, um, 
it stayed burnt for because he 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 would constantly go back down back down there to poach salmon. Uh, it 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 stayed poached for a long time. <laughs> Moody Moody says, "Why do I willingly accept Lee knows a salmon poacher?" <laughs> <laughs> I also like that Dave does UK in a kilt. You know, well, I mean, isn't that cultural appropriation? I'm not Scottish. I anyway, cultural man. appropriation. There is actually a Manx tartan as well for for my island. So right. I, right. I'm, a, of... I'm a mutt. I'm an American mutt. Yeah, I, I'm, I, 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 I. Oh, you should wear a fucking star spangled banner kilt. They kilt. have. Them. Yeah, they yeah. have. Ah, oh. that way everyone knows I'm American. America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just like my, like my mannerisms fucking... and accent won't give that away immediately. That's that's America uh, with a fucking silent A, yeah, and a hard M. Oh, it'd be hard, all right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, no, I do, I do want to. I'll, I'll make that happen. That's not a. It's just a scheduling thing for me. I like, do know a roof thatcher. I do. <laughs> of course, he lives in Narnia. That's where everything is. <laughs> Ask him if he knows where the unicorns play. It's a fucking yes. Not only, not only do I know a roof thatcher, I've had to, uh, I've, I've had to whitewash the outside of thatched houses before because the, uh, um, the laws on um, what you can and can't do on buildings that that age are really strict. Oh my God. So you see, if, if a decorator like I am, you have to do them like it would have been done fucking 140 years ago. Whitewash. I found something fucking amazing about the, that the other day. Yeah. And it, it doesn't sound like you would find something that amazing. Whitewash was invented, invented to paint the buildings at the World's Fairs. <laughs> was it? Yeah. And especially when you consider what we consider the term whitewashing to, to be. be. Yeah. I mean, like, Does if it I'm burn wrong, really it, well and we don't know that or something? It, well, it burns what's underneath it really well. Does it? Yeah, because it's lime, isn't it? So you put it on, mm. it, it will fucking burn away what's like, what if there's, if there's other paint and stuff on top of it. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah, if I'm wrong about whitewash. Fucking sue me, but that's what I heard, and that that's what I read. Do you, um, do you know anyone that can? Well, see, you can't give him shit about that. Does he know anyone that can, you know, shoe a horse? I know people who can shoe a horse in five minutes flat. Yeah, loads of people. There's a lot of horses in the south. I could probably have a reasonable go at shoeing a horse myself, probably. I uh, don't ride horses. I've never ridden a horse. Uh, mm. I like horses. They seem to like me. I do not ride them. No part of it. I love going to, I, I would, I, one of the things I really wanted to do is when you guys come out, I wanted to take you to a rodeo, uh, but there's none in the area at the time you're here. There's some before uh, and some after, but not at the time that's within reasonable driving distance and reasonable driving distance in the United States. Pretty damn far. Um, <laughs> I was like, if it's within eight hours, we're going to see this rodeo. Nope. I was upset the other day. I was upset the other day because I had, to, uh, for the last four days, I've had to drive for 40 minutes to work. 
I, I like literally it's destroying uh, my life destroying I, my life i drive farther than that to go to the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> i drive 100 miles a day taking my kids to school <laughs> um yeah. you're gonna be blown away when you get here and realize like, we're still driving yeah we know where you live nope <laughs> <laughs> it's like you guys we're gonna go to nashville yeah we are yeah sure <laughs> sit in that seat for a while there sugar pie <laughs> it's gonna be I, a few I, hours i like road trips i like traveling the uh I, it, it, it's all part of the adventure for you it's just a long commute but for me it'll be an adventure yeah for you guys it'll be an adventure <laughs> um you know, I'm curious to see how much of that is able to make it back. The shooting range with you guys will be is fun, the, but I don't think we can put any of YouTube. They're not gun friendly. No. Is no. there um, uh, is there a tin diner on the way there? A tin diner? Yeah, you know, like those metal diners that are just on the side of the road that look like they're fucking caravans. Those aren't real. Uh, don't say that. If you're going to find them anywhere, you're going to find them in the West. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we're not driving four days. So you can... <laughs> and when I mean drive four days, I don't mean drive for eight hours. I mean we drive four days in shifts. Four days for bad there. scrambled eggs. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that. We'll just, we'll just take you to a, a waffle house, and you can have food that will make you shit your pants, and you can watch a waitress stab a customer or a customer stab and fight an employee. Oh, that sounds great. See, that's what I want. That's, that's all I want. Yeah. Don't go to the waffle house without your gun. Why? It's waffle house. Oh, right. Kid yeah. Rock. I can take you to the one in Nashville where Kid Rock threw a guy out a window twice, two separate occasions, <laughs> two different dudes. I right. how fucking bizarre must it be? I like this was um this was something Britch used to bring up quite a lot when he when he used to come on the channel and uh, the some people just fit the roles they are. Kid Rock is one of those people. <laughs> like if you look at him and someone if you'd never heard of who Kid Rock is. If he was just stood in like the corner of a bar somewhere, and you said, "Oh, his name's Kid, Kid Rock, and he's a like he's a massive fucking country like rock star," you'd look at him and go, "Oh, that's Kid, yeah, okay, yeah, Kid Rock, I get it." <laughs> I the thing I love most about Kid Rock is that he's from an upper middle class family in Michigan, right? Yeah, who desperately, desperately wants to be white trash southerner <laughs> like with yeah, every yeah. fiber of his being but and he commits and i do. love that commitment because that's all it takes man you can be anything you want to be but i think you can do it with loads of stuff as well like loads of prominent Money? people yeah, that helps no 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 like uh, joe rogan yeah obviously mentioned a couple of times the uh comes across as being like common man like he's incredibly successful we we know mm -hmm. that very rich but he comes across as like a common based like level man joe Mm -hmm. There is no more common name than Joe. It is like mm -hmm. the most boring name ever. Rogan is a really strong name as well. Mm -hmm. Like it suits that suits that man, and that man suits the role he is mm -hmm. within society. I think it's so. What does odd. that say about us? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe we just didn't get good enough names. <laughs> You guys don't even know my real name. No, this is it. That maybe Homer was right. Simpsons predicts the future. Homer changes his name to Max Steele. If we just change our names, 
that sounds like a non-heterosexual porn name. It does sound like a non-heterosexual porn name. Yeah, it I'm sounds like someone happy. who would have who would you would find underneath the ferry bridge with Ollie. I'm I'm quite happy at the moment being YouTube's fastest growing YouTube UFO and paranormal channel. Yeah, that I last think, video was wild. Then I think that's I, I think that is a fair 170 subs we've gained this weekend. All without Ollie, weird, isn't it? It turns out he's the worst part of his channel. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Like the, I mean, he he used to say to me like, "Oh, I never get subs. Like, we, we, there's never been any subs. I've been stuck at like eight thousand two hundred or whatever it was for there. All of a sudden, fucking Lee gets involved. <laughs> well, right, well, we're on our way to nine thousand now. I want ten thousand by the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, it's like what uh, the flying saucers are dead six point nine thousand views, and then even the amazing Lazarus one point three, which is pretty normal. And then 33,000. Moody well, Mongol, this is it. That's exactly how I felt when I saw 33,000. <laughs> it's because you guys don't have mastery of yourselves. You should just think it and it happens. All right. <laughs> it's called being a woodsmith. All right. You got control. I recommend starting with driving a, a nail through wood. It doesn't have to be a big nail. Start with you know, a thumbtack. You build yeah. your way up. Right, okay. I'll do my best. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about yeah, no. Yeah, wild, wild numbers this weekend. It was really good. I don't expect it to be a new normal. For some reason, that has done fucking gangbusters. So It, it bothers me, actually. I don't, <laughs> it yeah. makes me nervous. I don't, I don't expect this show to do the same. I mean, that's... Is it because I'm on it? Or is it because of the sexual material stuff? It yes. Yeah, it, it, it turns yes. out... Uh, um, it it turns it turns out uh, hidden is the uh, is the key. key. <laughs> He's the draw. No, nope. cool. he's know. a cool dude. I like him. I I really enjoyed that show. Like that yeah, was, it was a good uh, show. Fr- Friday was a good fun. Yeah. Um, I feel bad we haven't invited anyone on this one. Yeah, I think I think when we do the invite thing, I think it needs to be structured because otherwise it's just going to be a limited hangout with the same people coming on and. That's not. It's kind of not the not the not the deal, is it? But I, it it's a good concept. The guest concept is a good concept. It just needs massaged, like a like a what? Whit, like like, like Whitley's colon, <laughs> like Whitley's prostate. Yeah. You know what? Because uh, that's not gentle. Uh, he described it in amazing detail. <laughs> <laughs> it was not gentle. But it was all love and light. It's good. It's all love and light. Uh, I mean, he shits blood now, but whatever. <laughs> it's, it's it's only it's what what they did was they demonstrated on his asshole what um, a prolapse is. No, what yeah. we're doing to the planet. Like, that's what he was doing. Yeah, he was he was like, well, you, you're fucking the planet. We're fucking your ass. Uh, that's like stop doing it. Do you want us to stop doing this? Well, he's like, yes, yes, stop fucking my ass. And they're like, right, okay, we'll stop fucking the planet. He said, all right, okay. And then he started recycling him, and they they stopped Dude. recycling him. He got he got wrecked so hard he prolapsed out the other side, and it's all love and light. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're into on the weekends, I don't want to know. I don't want to live in the state where it's happening. Uh, keep this shit to yourself. Uh, I I think two things can be guaranteed from this. Um, all these channels getting down. torn down. 
Uh, no, one, we're not getting a follow-up interview with Whitley Strieber. I don't and want one, man. <laughs> do, do you want it? Do you want him to converse with us and start giving graphic detail on the sexual material and his, you know, not, stimulated not only, not only prostate? Do I, not, not only do I want it, not only do I want it, I want him to do it at the same time as like stroking the microphone. So it's like ASMR and he's talking about being bummed by aliens. Pretty sure he could deep throat that microphone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he could smuggle it by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all love and light, man. <laughs> but yeah, the um which is exactly what you you would need a light to explore his ass. Um, uh, the, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a void of darkness. Anyone that's playing fucking Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, it's probably something like the depths. Um, I think my son's playing that right now, actually. The new Zelda that came out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's He's been mowing the yard it. and saving for it. Oh, come on, lad. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm sure two things. Like, we're not getting that, that follow his interview with Whitley Strieber, and we're not getting green monetization on this episode. <laughs> it's, this has got a yellow tag written all fucking over it. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, uh, uh, made f- made of rubber, aliens would chop you into mints and eat you. Joint April twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. Okay, that's interesting. Do you know uh, Jared Kushner or Bill Gates? Because we are fans of theirs. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so thanks for entering entering the comment. I see. I I like comments like that, but if you could super chat it, that'd be super awesome. Um, maybe maybe that's what I should do. Is like the you can say really horrible things, like the worst things in the world, like the the things that would make your mother not speak to you about me. But you have to super chat it, and if you super chat, I'll show it. <laughs> no, I think that's I think that's just another sock account from the one I silenced earlier. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's I don't know, man. Like again, the book would yeah, you should read it. If you're into the subject, absolutely read it. Um there's interesting stuff in there. Um uh, the, again, the Oak Ridge cases, that was interesting. The letters mm-hmm. are interesting, and the thing is you're gonna get double duty on those letters. The, because... the, the the cases that are like trips as well, I, f- I find them super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The ones with radiation evidence and medical backing on it. And they're like, like, whoa, that's something. Mm. Again, that the doesn't radiation... sound love and light, right? The woman's kid died. It's love and light, you know? And then they went and told the woman's like, oh, we're sorry. There's nothing that could be done. What do you mean? There's nothing. They, like, <laughs> they obviously have ra- massive radiation poisoning. Yeah, and she dies like, extremely rare. Do, do, do you know what? Do you know what you could have done? You could have not abducted us. Could have not have anything to do with them. Could have not dosed yeah. them, bathed them in whatever weird radiation that hits that could, her her oh, gums, blood, know, and her hair fell out. But you know the thing there, though, it's love and light, right? But so especially the ones that are claiming to be from the same um, entities, we'll say. Then why isn't everybody fucking bathed in radiation when they meet them? You know, it's it's like the the Brazilian case that we we spoke about on Friday, and that was on Jamie James, James Fox's yeah. um, 
James Fox. I, I'm absolutely convinced that that is the that that alien alien is the um, uh, uh, mentally handicapped person that's like, lives in that village. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a photograph. You know, like the um, the thing, it was what was saying on Friday. I wish I'd had it to pull it up on Friday. Uh, I found. There was another. Oh, it's on the Y files again. I I plugged the Y files last time. Y files this time. Fucking great podcast. Oh, sorry, great YouTube videos. Half an hour conspiracy videos. Brilliant. I love the Y files. Um, I'd love to get that guy on actually. If any anyone that's that watches this podcast that may may have a like a fucking word in the ear of the guy from the Y files or the fish. I'd like to interview the fish as well. Um, let me know, and I'd love to get him on the sh- on the, the show. Moody has a question for you. <laughs> uh, hang on, let me let me finish this first, and then we'll, we'll get to Moody. Um, the uh, the mentally handicapped person was um, the there was, he'd been photographed next to that wall before. Mm-hmm. And he was like stooped up with his with his things up, all, all hunched over, he, looking exactly like the photo, like the drawing of the alien. Do you ever think maybe he is an alien? Maybe, or it was fucking muddy because apparently he'd be he's known he was known for rolling around in the mud and getting all crazy, you know, as they tend to do. He's a hard retard. It's not his fault. Um, yeah, he was born that way. Yeah, the if it was in the night, if it was nighttime, he scared the kids, and uh, you know, I think the uh, I th- I think that's it. You know, I think I think they they saw something that scared them. You know, and it fucked them. Well, we got we got more trolls. Nah, I think it's the same one. <laughs> oh, it's definitely the same one. Yeah, it's the exact same one. Just it's okay. He'll be starting to show. He'll, he'll be starting to show in half an hour. Um, one would think, right? <laughs> one one could pontificate upon who the person is. Um, it's pointless. But yeah, probably should concentrate on not destroying his own channel. Um. Moody Mongo, Billy, <laughs> you're saying you wouldn't be scared uh, if you uh, if you got abducted while on a slab. Out pops Jimmy Savile with a probe, saying, "Now then, now then, now then." <laughs> of course, I'd be fucking scared. I'd be terrified. You know, you're about to have a prolapse. <clears throat> <sighs> or maybe a uh, Streber Love and Light Encounter. Maybe, maybe Streber Love and Light Encounter. Oh man, I think, I think that brings us to the natural conclusion of this show. Is it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, we 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 gone for nearly two hours. Um, it scratched this show as well, just like, just like Whitley's anus. Um. Because it only started at like an hour and a half, didn't it? Now, now we always dip into the two hours sort of mark, um, which is cool. 
if you want to help us become channel members, just like the, if if you've got this far and you're not subscribed, then what are you doing with your life and just subscribe? You know, you've just uh, and if you don't like it after two hours, then clearly you're into fucking hurting yourself. So subscribe anyway and do it again. Um, again, Rockfin is going to happen. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do a Rockfin exclusive show before Ollie gets back or something like that. I'm, there has never, there hasn't really been any like a firm thing. Um, either way, it will be within the next two weeks. There will be something. We'll probably maybe maybe take this week to plan it and then look at doing the the first Rockfin exclusive show next week. I think that's probably a, a week week Wednesday. Probably a good idea. We can live stream on Rockfin as well, so we might live stream it. We might just pre-record it. <laughs> if you prolapse during the procedure, maybe Jimmy will fix it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. You're probably too old for him to want to put in the effort to fix it. Hey, Joe, one of my one of the worst things ever. Uh, I don't know that we should. We've gone pretty dark. And Orphan, uh, thanks yeah. for hanging out with us. I used to love Jimmy Savile when I was a kid. Um, you know, when you were a kid, he would have loved you too. He would have done. But the thing about I used to watch Jim will fix it every fucking weekend, and he uh, he always said at the end of his show, "Write in, and I'll try and fix it for you." Now then, now then, and I did write in, and he also said, "If you write in, we we can't promise we'll do everything, but we'll reply to every every letter." All I wanted to do was meet Bret Hart. I just wanted to meet Bret the Hitman Hart. No, none of this. Like, didn't want to go skydiving. Didn't want to go to Disneyland. It was like I don't care where he is. I just like to meet Bret the Hitman Hart. Uh, not only did I not meet Bret the Hitman Hart, they didn't reply to me. So I was fucking heartbroken as a child because I didn't get a reply from Jimmy Savile. And then as an adult. As a fucking adult, because you used to have to put pictures and, you know, which now seems a bit weird. Uh, you used to send like a picture of yourself in with your letter. <laughs> so now, not Any particular only did I not, where did you have to only, dress as little Bo Peep? But not only did I not, did I not see Bret Hart, did I not get a letter back? I'm then an adult, and then I find out I'm, I must have been fucking ugly as well. So it's like full-on rejection. I wasn't even fuckable. So that's my Jimmy Savile story. Uh, if you if you found that entertaining, you'll Just definitely rock go rock fin. Fin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, we don't block trolls because you have to pay to be there. Yeah, you do. That's and I think that's gonna be. It's gonna be wonderful. Like fucking, I genuinely. Genuinely cannot wait, cannot wait to start doing that show. What is it's it going to be? Fucking I guess to imagine not being attractive enough for a pedo. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> That's the story of Lee's life. <laughs> I just think I was too mature. That's all it was. I was like, I was, I was an old head on young shoulders, and you, it, you looked, like, you looked old for your age. Yeah, and he, I was, I, I, I was confident. And I think it intimidated him. I think it intimidated him. Um, 
Thank, th- thanks to everyone in the chat. Chat's been fucking amazing. Chat was amazing Chat's on amazing. Friday. Yeah. Uh, ev- everyone that stays to the fucking end of these po- uh, podcasts, the idea that you have, there is 24 hours in a day. You spend, pro- on average, eight hours of those asleep. The remaining hours that you decide to spend two hours like listening to us just never, never ceases to amaze me. So thank you very much. Um, thanks for all of the super chats over the like, yes yeah, uh, from Friday and today. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to people because we've got twenty eight subscribers that have already signed up to the Rockfin thing, waiting for the um, oh, wow, for the extra awesome. content we're going to put out. Yeah, that's considering we haven't even like all we've done is put old shows up. Fucking great! Um, you guys are fucking awesome. So I will. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Your book is a mixture of uh, fact, the Roswell incident, yeah. and fiction, because there's a narrative uh, right. throughout. Yeah. The aliens that you describe in the book are not exactly endearing creatures, and yet, no. yet um, you want us to understand them. And the descriptions of the aliens you write about would make us fear them. Embryo abductions, for well, instance. Well, what I experienced was extremely frightening. And if this is real, and it begins, it spreads, uh, we get 50 letters a day. Th- that's the remarkable thing. When I, after I wrote Communion, uh, I didn't expect to... I, I mean, I hoped I would get a successful book out of it, of course. But I didn't expect what happened, which is that ever since it was written, we have been getting between 30 and 50 letters a day, and that's four and a half years ago. Mm. There would be the suspicion, though, that um, Americans used to have the commies to kick around. That's my fear. Right. That now that the they commies are gone... They don't have commies to kick around anymore, so they have aliens. The govern- government's going to, going to admit that this is happening and say they're terribly evil, and we better go ahead and build Star Wars. definitely prolapsed like oh. there is no way that love and light hasn't just blown his shit kicker right out you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean i mean that's major surgery too so it's just got to be like a thing he's into in, in right like they're, they're fucking raw dogging it they're raw dogging that and it's love and light dude your rectum is bleeding it is six inches out of your asshole that's not normal it's not normal i mean <laughs> my the god the, 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 the medical the bills on that the medical bills Jesus. To the so, point, I mean, think of the poor to, doctor who had to look at it. There's a point where you just got to go, you know what? Stop. I've, yeah. I've, had, I've, I've had, had enough. enough. I can't. I obviously. I don't fucking care if you came from Alfred's jury. You're fucking hurting me. And I gotta, I'm intimidated. Like, if their dicks are that big, whoa. 
And that little gray body, this isn't cool. This isn't okay. They must be dragging on the fat. I tell you what, they're not slender. Everything nah. else about them slender. You know, you've, you've, ne- well, you've never heard. It, dude, I, advanced technology, they're bolting that shit on. Right? right? They're auto-inflating something. Or they're fisting the shit out of you. The slim of the arms. Maybe it's heads. Maybe they're using the heads. Well, it would explain the shape. <laughs> it would explain the colon. Yeah. But you think you'd hear more about them being into, like, raspberry jelly or jam or syrup or something. Well, I mean, as far as ectoplasm goes, I was you, still recording. Long. There has to be there has to be some sort of loop going on. <laughs> oh, they definitely. Choose, they choose it has to. to. No, like so it's like you got anally raped by a demon, bro. Really streber, more like widely sidewalk. <laughs>